dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello there guys, gals and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me, as always, are my beloved co-host, Nikki and Claire. How is everyone? Whew. Living la vida loca. Doing good? <laughs> yeah. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, cool. Um, uh, this week in Star Wars, though... Um, it is again. It's a redundant. It's one of those questions we hate asking. Like, how are you? I guess we're all fine. Um, are you both vaccinated now? Yes. Why? Yep. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Not until you're vaccinated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's cool. But um, it, it. Yeah. It's you know. It's been a wild week. Anyone loosely familiar with the uh, European Super League knows oh, where I've been. Oh, um, but save you can. Uh, it's not exactly. You have to listen to our other podcast, the uh, football financing show. Um, <laughs> <to get> the- <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's been weird. But uh, you know, glad to glad to be jumping back into normal territory. Am I right? Star Wars land. Yeah, that like, safe, wonderful, warm security blanket yeah. that is Star Wars land. <laughs> on, on Monday, me and Nikki may have had a, mer- a very, very different answer to helps this week, but thankfully things was resolved rather quickly. Still yeah. mad, still mad. Um, if you don't know about football, just Google Super League, and you'll see a, a bunch of very angry responses, and rightfully so. But my team are currently outside the stadium protesting the owners and oh my. telling them to, you know, fuck off. Which, you know. It's beautiful. <laughs> Good. It's people Good power one. in its uh, greatest form. <laughs> greatest and purest form. <laughs> I did not expect a dragging people out of the Bastille type of situation happening this week with football, but I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. Spice it up a little bit. Viva la resistance. Um, but yeah, what about you, Claire? Oh, you know, just doing fine. Kicking butt, taking names, doing my normal thing. It's good. Have an interesting week? Anything happen? <laughs> Any fun names? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> now that I look back on my week, yeah, not a lot happened. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I kind of watched baseball and uh, cooked. That's as exciting as it got. Ooh, there we go. Look yeah. cook. Look at me. Uh, I made honey garlic pork chops. Uh, we made fajitas last night. What else did we make? Um, uh, French toast. I made French toast one morning. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Sounds good. I'm a pretty cool roommate, so I'm just saying. Well, there you go. Um, Again, as usual, and for the last week, I have no excuse. I got no excuses next week. Uh, my week was made by watching Falcon the Winter Soldier. Very cool, very exciting. Not much. Of- also, you know, people coming together to stop stupid stuff happening with football. But enough about me and my neurotic week. 
We're here again, joined by a special guest. Woo-woo. He's a dear friend of the show and the host of Trench Run Report. It's Justin Boots Gray. How are you doing, Justin? Um, I keep forgetting that I'm on here for a brief <laughs> second. I was just like, oh, this is a good show. This is great. Oh, now I'm on. Great. Awesome. Like, dang, this came out already? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. First of a yeah. real-time episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Listen yep, a lot. Still surreal, but yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, thanks. Um, How was yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Good. So, heck yeah. Have you have you had your vaccinations yet? Uh yes, I had to do this because. Oh uh, God! Everyone, so sorry. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> so, but um. But yeah, it wasn't. Su- I don't get the um, like like I had the two, and mm-hmm. they, they weren't super bad. It didn't it didn't come in waves for me, so I guess uh, must must have done it wrong then. But, <laughs> um, they gave yeah. me that placebo. <laughs> or you're invincible. That too is more likely. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, avoid the Fauci ouchie. <laughs> the pain. Don't actually avoid the vaccinations. Get the vaccinations. Just want to make that clear. And <laughs> then cut that out. <laughs> oh goodness. One thing in particular that I really enjoy about just the term Fauci ouchy is the human capacity to meme our way through horrifying events and <laughs> tragedy and yeah, just like scary things like i mean it started with it, it's a there's a through line from how fast we just started calling it the rona mm-hmm. <laughs> to <laughs> the life-saving <laughs> vaccine global vaccine effort being called the fauci ouchie <laughs> it's it's a staggering comment on uh on the human condition but uh we'll save it for another podcast. our uh, third <laughs> other podcast the human condition podcast <laughs> where we brainwash you into doing stuff exactly <laughs> but no so g- going back to star wars um justin we do have a few questions for you because it's a very exciting time there's about to be a whole bunch of brand new star wars coming out and with all of this exciting time coming back to this what brought you into being a star wars fan and what inspires you about star wars what was it that like connect that you connected with that got you into this crazy fandom space. Um, it would have to be the first time that I watched it. Um, uh, it was, I had to have been six years old. Um, very uh, impressionist impressionistic age to get uh, captivated by Star Wars back then. So that's that's how it started. Um, and ever since, um, I just loved the stories and uh, I loved the action and I loved the characters. Um, so that, yep, that's kind of how, so not, nothing special as far as like uh, how, how it was introduced and that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's, that's how it began. 
you remember your the favorite first part film? about Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Claire. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, do you remember the first film you watched was? Um, what, what was my first? Like, Star Wars film. Oh, uh, episode four, A New Hope on... I, th- I think it was on TV, because I do remember commercials in between. Um, but, yeah, episode four was the first one, and uh, I think it was before the special edition. Um, very unclear whether it was or not, but uh, all I remember is watching it with my dad and sister, and it was raining, and we were bummed that we couldn't go outside, so we watched Star Wars on TV instead, and it kind of took me, uh, and it just basically took over my life ever since. The slow brainwash. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, like... Um... Was there any, like, character in particular who, like, grabbed you immediately? Or do you still, like, or is that still your favorite character? Or, you know, what kind of, who do you uh, connect to the most with Star Wars? Uh, I'm a big Obi-Wan Kenobi fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, believe it or not, I was a huge fan of the Alan Guinness, Alec Guinness version um, of Obi-Wan. Because mm. it felt like there was something there about the character. And then we got to explore that a bit more with the prequels. And Ewan McGregor, I mean, come on. Who hasn't praised him enough for that role? (laughs) Never enough. Never enough. (laughs) So you must be pretty pumped for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah, that'll that'll be even better to explore more of a a great character. Um, So also another reason... We want to talk to you, especially now is April is World Autism Month. Mm -hmm. So we were hoping, you know, through your own experience, you could talk to us a little bit about what that month means to you and or just, you know, in general, what it, uh, you know, and, you know, what is involved with celebrating World Autism Month. Okay. Um, So. For those of you who don't know, autism is uh, a uh, uh, neurological disorder uh, that basically um, dampens your social interactions or um, or other aspects of basically any kind of interaction would be a bit off. Um, well, for and it, and, it, and it varies from uh, different people, so there's kind of a huge spectrum of it. And uh, from what I from what I remember, it was called Asperger's, but um, then it was changed to something else, and then it was like something else when I was in high school. I I couldn't keep track of it, but um, yeah, I definitely can tell I have. Uh, certain uh, advantages and disadvantages as far as uh, social interaction. Uh, A big one is uh, identifying social cues. I am terrible at that, Um, uh, but um, I have gotten better. Um, I can't identify sarcasm uh, super quickly, but that's gotten better. Flirtation, dead to me. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like dead to me the phrasing uh, I, of it I, I, I'm serious um, like I was at um, yeah I was at a bar a couple a couple weeks ago 
Um, and apparently a woman came up to me and we talked and I was like, okay, okay. And then she left and I was like, oh, nice discussion. And then the guy was ne- next to me was like, dude, I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was like, dude, she was totally hitting on you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So that was uh, what yeah. that was. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to detect it on time. So, um, and, uh, another thing is, um, another thing about autism is, uh, um, like we don't usually get out of our comfort zones, uh, that often. Um, like we very much are like in routine kind of people, or we have to stick to, uh, some type of schedule. Mm-hmm. And if there is a disruption to a set schedule, it would be kind of throw things off and um, basically we, it, it's hard, hard to accept change. Um, so some of it change sometimes comes uh, easier to um, some, but most of us know. Um, so yeah, my, 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 I, I still, I think I kind of fall under that category of like, I prefer uh a strict schedule over like having too much time on my hands. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a, um, that's one of the things, <laughs> but, um, in, but, and it's also hard to organize things too. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, or, or if there is not organization set prior, then that, then that's where I'm in trouble. Um, but yeah, and sometimes, sometimes that's easy. It's like better if there's like a schedule because like my, my head's already, uh, an organized mess, <laughs> but yeah. It, so yeah, that's, there, there are other uh, things about it too, but I can't really think of it right off the top of my head. Oh, that's another, oh, that's one of the things, um, you know how, and like this is like very much happening right now, um, you know how like uh, there's like debaters that know what are they're gonna say before they say it. Mm-hmm. Not me, not me. I um, <laughs> like I'm just going off right now, uh, like, um, and I'm terrible at improvising. So, like the discussion I'm having right now, it's not planned. It's like going on a train. And there's no tracks, and you're just throwing the tracks ahead of the train like Bugs Bunny in front of it. So, <laughs> there's that. Oh, man. I know. I can tell you for for like for me personally, I I feel you with that. Um, but also, like, I think I, I appreciate and I prefer when people are themselves as opposed to having like a strict. Because you can tell when sometimes people are being very, they got like a, almost like a character of themselves when they're on the show. Sometimes they got like pre-prepared answers, and it's like, but I want to hear you. Like, and I feel like sometimes that can be a positive. Hmm. Uh, I, the question I have for you is: Are there any misconceptions you think people have about what it is to be a creator or a fan with autism? Hmm. Well, um, 
there is one um, that I can think of right off the top of my head because uh, it actually ha- recently happened at work. Um, mm-hmm. uh, somebody found out that I had autism, and they're like, "Oh, I thought autism people were like super computer uh, heavy geniuses, avoid of emotion." I'm like, yeah. um, "That's a way of putting it." Uh, and I'm like, oh, no, no, I, I can get, I can get worked up depending on the situation. Uh, He's describing you as a witcher. <laughs> pretty much. Like that, <laughs> either that or Vulcans. Yeah, and, pretty uh, much. That, that, um, no. I'm so glad you said a witcher because I was like, is that like Sheldon? The Big Bang Theory? I don't think a witcher is so much better than Sheldon. So much cooler. <laughs> Hunt down be Sheldon. A monster slayer or you could be Sheldon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, is it, uh, what is it like to be a creator with autism? Do you, like you said before, I know you mentioned how. Yeah, you can find it difficult to, like, you need to have a routine schedule and stuff. Do you do you think that actually because podcasts always have to have like a schedule, we have to get stuff done. Well, I say that we we usually fail completely. <laughs> I was going to say what schedule. I don't know what schedule. You're doing here, really. <laughs> um, most shows do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Professional shows, unlike us. Just kidding. Just kidding. So, like, as far as being a content creator with autism and, like, that, and, like, the schedule thing, um, the podcast that I'm on, like, we do our stuff monthly. So it kind of flexes, like, um, like when a show gets released or not. Mm. And, uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that, but, um, I know that, like, the people that are involved with Trent Run, they have lives outside of it, so it's like okay, uh, I'll, I'll, it's better, it's better for them, so it's going to be good for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, and it, and it's also and another thing that I think is kind of frustrating being a content creator with autism is that ideas don't usually come fresh to me, um, which is. Uh, Oh man, how do I best describe this? Okay, put the tracks in front of. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> anyway, oh, don't apologize. Um, um. So, yeah, originality is like something that, like, I'd have to work really super hard at before I put it out. Mm-hmm. And um. In the in that. And like sometimes it takes me a little bit longer than usual, and that's frustrating because I also kind of absorb the world around me as far as Star Wars content creators, and some are pumping things faster out more than others. Mm. And it's like, huh, I'm missing that train wagon because I'm too slow on thinking. So there's that. Um, Is that something that bothers you, or do you just like are you cool with accepting that? Um. I, I feel like I've come to terms with it better than mm. I did, uh, like, let's say, like, two years ago or three years ago. Yeah. Um, because I feel like if I do something, then, like, longer, then it's kind of worth the wait. Mm. So. 
Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm sure that's something a lot of people um, sort of have like a, you know, internal anxiety over, you know, sort of comparing what they do to what other people are putting out and, you know, feeling, feeling, you know, like, ah, am I doing enough or whatever? So, you know, I think that's, that's something probably a lot of people can relate to as far as. Um, yeah, we certainly did, right, Nikki, when we started out. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like a pressure to be like, to like fit in, right, with the with the content machine. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's you know it's it's a healthy healthy to accept your you're putting out what you feel like you should be putting out, and you know not to be wrapped up in in what other shows are doing. Yeah, and no, I definitely want to add to that. Like, also, I think sometimes and i feel like we were guilty of this a little bit when we started off and then we slowly realized our place and things and that's part of it as well like you're learning as you do it for me i think the biggest thing is that quantity does not make quality as long as you have a show that you do every month that you put your heart and soul into it's gonna be good. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so much, like you say, like this, and that is like the whole originality thing. Like, there's so many podcasts for Star Wars out there, and I get what you mean. Like, you don't want to like do the same thing as someone else, and there's like sixty podcasts with the word "star" in the title. <laughs> you like, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and I know for sure, like, you want to keep on top, but. I, I think that you, you're actually doing a great job at that. I think the monthly schedule would be quite awesome actually, because one that's in itself, the rarity adds to the originality of it all because not many shows, like there's so many shows that are like weekly, they like, Oh, whatever. Whereas if you have like a month to prepare like actual news, I mean, you listen to our show, like how many times do we like, there's no news this week. <laughs> There's no news this week, so we're going to make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, I I, I get yeah. Um, it's it's definitely interesting though because we're all on these different wavelengths, but sometimes you know, I don't know what I'm saying. Though we interpret <laughs> things differently, a lot of yes, times the feelings exactly. underneath it all is the same, and there's a lot of things that that are relatable even if we have very different experiences we can find common ground even though it's not the same but um it's nice to know that we're more alike than different and definitely like there's definitely a pressure of i think it's like parasocial engagements which are like when you you know someone via like because you listen to them via a podcast or you you watch the you're like you're a fan of a celebrity so you feel like you know them because you listen to them or you watch their movies it's mostly podcasts and content creators i think it's the major issue with but i know for sure like on our end like if you if you have autism or like you find it hard to reach out and stuff and you want to talk about podcasting or you want advice or you need help like well i think we're all here to help out if anyone wants Absolutely. anything I know, Justin, like, when we met you at Celebration, it was, like, literally one of the highlights. Oh, 100%. Really. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You came to us having met Emperor Palpatine in the <laughs> podcast. Wearing yeah. our shirt. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, like, 
<laughs> she's like, by the way, just met the emperor. I'm like, okay, well, you're my favorite person now. <laughs> Hero status. He, because of you, he knows we exist. Disbanded, but not gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a question for you, Justin. Um, is there anything that you would like to say to listeners who may also have autism? Um, actually, yes. Um, because, uh, there, there was, uh, how how do I best describe this? Um, after graduating high school, which has been like, basically like a big part of, uh, my social interaction, uh, circle. Um, after that, I was kind of expecting to live out life uh, just bit on my own or um, my friend number, like, not that high. Um, I thought I'd be kind of like uh, Luke, Luke Skywalker on Octo and, <laughs> like, just isolate myself from the world afterwards and be like, okay, I have, I'll have hoard my Star Wars stuff. That's it. Um, like, that's all I need. And... Um, I, I didn't I didn't expect Star Wars to make me uh, go places where I would be just utterly terrified to go to. Um, Star Wars Celebration always loved loved the idea of it. Just never had a uh, I just never thought I could go to it because there's just so much going on, uh, so many people, so many things to interact with there, um, but. Yeah, I went to Celebration 15, met so many awesome people there, uh, met so many people that knew me from online, which is mind-blowing in and of itself, which um, my, my presence on there wasn't super high, so that was kind of, kind of cool. Um, and then it made me get a bit bolder in, like, not in interacting with people as well because it was star wars was something that i could uh like easily talk about uh no doubt about it and it also and then after celebration i was like it was awesome to talk to people (laughs) so i started talking to talking star wars to people outside of there that didn't work out too well (laughs) um to some extent um, but it did, but again, it, um, but it, then, but then I also did it again with, um, other people and then it, it, I got friends outside of, uh, outside of the internet and, uh, family and that was amazing too. And it, and it, and then after that, those steps, I kept getting bolder in different aspects and then I was like, okay, maybe I can get better at social interactions. So I started taking acting classes. Um, But, and like, I actually traveled by myself to Chicago, which that was the, one of the scariest uh, things I've ever done. Um, But I thought it was worth it. Uh, And then I went to Chicago again. um, And, and, uh, for celebration, so that was fun. But um, I think 
but like just to kind of wrap that all up is that um, I remember somebody telling me growing up that autism people with autism are incapable of evolving like their behavior behavior patterns or they don't want to get better which that statement excuse my f- language Always is utter bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <Completely>. <laughs> um, so i i think that um in the end if it wasn't for star wars i don't know if i would have uh, made those changes as quickly as I did. Mm-hmm. And if you have autism and if somebody's telling you that, don't listen to them because we are, there's already that insecurity that we have that we're not good enough. Just like um, do what you love. And if you really love it, other people will follow. And uh, that that's, happened with me that's happened with um, some other individuals with autism that I'm very proud to see where they're at right now I definitely um, yeah, oh sorry <clears throat> okay <laughs> I'm the, um, yeah there are some that like that that barely spoke before um, just just to give a little background I um, uh, my education, I mostly spent it outside of a, the normal classrooms. I was put in an autism classroom, so I mostly hung out with individuals that had it um, or or had Down syndrome. So that like we kind of had our own section, and mm-hmm. um, uh, I've actually um, found a couple of those people um, outside of the class many years later, and they're and they're talking. They had. They're artists. They they do what they love, and um, yeah, and yeah. Just uh, don't don't let people tell you you can't do it. Yeah. I've been told that by people that um, that were teaching me, and that was not okay. And that I don't want to get. I don't want to like throw certain stones here, but I've been told that by people that um, that I love very dearly. So, but yeah, just, uh, keep going at it. And, um, and if you like love something and you know that there's a community, they'll accept you. Um, I, I, I was super scared of getting into the stars community. That fear is still valid though. (laughs) Um, but, but I've seen a lot of good, good come out of it. Um, so yeah, just uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. <laughs> it's a it's an amazing message, you know, a, an amazing call to action for people, you know, who are you know 100%. have that same fear and and I'm again like you know just hearing everything you did, like I'm so glad you did because um, you know we got to meet you in Chicago. Uh, you've you've lived a Star Wars dream that not many of us have, yeah. which is. You were live on the galaxy stage with other friend of the show, Amanda Wirtz, <laughs> in front of the ma- the massive crowd, hitting up some Saga Begins. Um, Weird Al at that. <laughs> Your man. It was, oh, man. it was amazing. And, um, you know, 
you think about think about experiences like that and it's like you have sometimes you have to wonder like would would me in a different time like not allow that to happen and and I'm so I'm so glad that you know you took those you know early steps um in I guess back in 2015 to that allowed you to to come to a moment like that mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. don't know if I could do that <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really funny because uh, my roommate was asking how in the heck did I do pull that off, <laughs> and I'm like, believe it or not, I would do that five times over rather than interacting with someone one on one on one. Yeah, I get that. So, <laughs> it, it's kind of weird, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've I understand that point because. A lot of the time when you do like stand up or something, like people always talk about like, oh, that must be like the most terrifying thing ever. And I was like, I would rather do that than, yeah, like talk to someone one on one. Because it's like you when there's just a lot of people, you, you can like turn them into a wall. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, they just face it. So, but don't, no, don't ask me personal stuff. No, leave me alone. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I, I totally get that. But yeah, no, that was an amazing moment. Um, but, you know, another thing we've uh, noticed you working on uh, every now and again is you've, you know, been quite active with TikTok. And oh, boy. That, that platform. <laughs> and, you know, we were wondering if you, you know, if that is like a different experience for you or, you know, if you like that platform more than others, does that help you? You know, we talked about you know, you, uh, you think sometimes you struggle with originality or coming up with things. Do you feel like TikTok maybe helps you more like be like be more expressive creatively? Do you think there's something particular about TikTok that, that does that? So (laughs) yeah, that kind of, it, a lot of that does, um, I, I don't know if like that would help my create creativity. Um, Cause like most of the time it's uh, like you find something that's trendy and then you do your own interpretation of it. So, um, and that's kind of my case with it. Mm. Um, but if I do find uh, an original way to do it, then yeah, that that's um, crab apples. The rails just went the other way. <laughs> um <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess you even putting a spin on on something is still very much, you know, your own brand of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think that still works. Where and and so much of like sort of meme internet culture is doing exactly that, right? Yep, and um, uh, and. Like I had some uh, TikTok videos before, and this was back then when it was called Musically. Hmm. Um, I didn't, <laughs> so that that that's kind of uh, tells how long I've been on the app. But I've kind of been off of it, like since 2016 through uh, 2020. So that's a pretty long hiatus. Um, but like coming back. It was like, okay, I'm seeing a lot of other people do some amazing things with it. I'll just see what I can do. And I, I don't 
take TikTok super seriously. It's not like I stress to have like one uh, video out per month. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's be brutally honest. The only reason why I have like a huge, like a close to 5k following is because of uh, one video that I took in uh, uh, Texas. I went to a, um, went to a store that was completely all star Wars and that video just took off uh, like no tomorrow. And uh, I've even had like questions asking me questions about the store. And I'm like, well, I'm not the owner. <laughs> Google them. <laughs> Please Google them. Please visit them. Uh, it was quite an experience. So, but and then other then like when I did other videos, they also got attention too. So that was so that was pretty fun. Like for me, it it feels so foreign that app. It feels so like. Well, I, you, you just you just blew my mind. I didn't know that it used to be musically. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not uh, know. That. So please amazing. don't please don't look at my older material. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I seriously thought about going back and deleting them, but um, my little sister told me, "Please don't do that." I I want to see younger you, and it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> but they're, they're still up there anyway. Um, Just make sure you delete it when you run for office. It's fine. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, TikTok is definitely a diff- like a totally different universe. And it and it and it depends on like what kind of content you like too. Um, for me, um, it's mostly Star Wars stuff because um, I like. Uh, people expressing their different ways of uh, like interpreting Star Wars. I mean, like there are so many different opinions out there. Some I agree with, some I don't. Um, kind of like YouTube, but it feels a little bit more creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so and- would you say it's a it's a easier community to be a like involved in on TikTok? No, <laughs> um, like. Like easier to access, yes. Uh, easy mm-hmm. to get big on, no. Um, yeah. you're you're on an app that has like a ton of videos being pumped out at least every day. Um, my videos kind of range around the like at least a hundred, like over hundred and fifty per um, video, and mm-hmm. like sometimes it'll go over to the like one k area, which is um, so like. I kind of just expect videos to at least get 50 views and that's it. And then just kind of die out. But um, yeah. So like when it gets like, like over one K it's like, what the heck have I done? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you say that, like it, the cool thing that I like about TikTok and that I like about what you do on TikTok specifically is you said that it's, everybody's creative interpretation of star Wars, everyone's creative interpretation of, you know, a source material. And I think that one of my favorite ways that you creatively channel star Wars is through your fashion, Justin, the best dressed man in all of star Wars fandom. Like, honestly, like, like, like what is some of your favorite, outfits that you've worn because you have a lot how many do you actually own i have so many questions about your star wars clothes <laughs> Justin. 
That was almost going to warrant a uh, TikTok series in and of itself that it really me and my is. roommate were going to work on. We were going to do a, uh, like, just basically, uh, like, a quick uh, flash by vid- videos of, like, e- each Star Wars shirt that I have um, every day. But um, I just, but, like, with life being the way it is, I- I've been so busy with uh, work. And um, now, now so with Trench Run, that is that that kind of got put aside. But yes, um, and plus, my mom also asked uh, when, uh, uh, like, how how many Star Wars shirts do I own? Last time I count, there was seventy three, oh, and that and that oh, wow. and that number's kind of either gone up or down because like some some shirts have worn out, and now they're like demoted to work clothes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um, as far as like favorite outfit, um, I'd have to say it would probably be a tie between, um, like the, um, Star Wars Oppo suits. Yes, those are so um, good. (laughs) Like I bought one. For myself, and then later on, uh, I think this was for Celebration Orlando. I bought one for my roommate as well, and then uh, we had like matching fedoras to go with it, uh, not included with the suit. And we kind of looked like the uh, Star Wars version of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so we always wear those for uh, um, big Star Wars events, like Five Old First Bash parties that they always have there. Um, the other one would probably be like the eighties workout outfit that I had to do for that one TikTok. that. Oh, um, that was fun. Oh, the gosh. vacation one. Oh, wait, what? what? The vacation one? Uh, no, it was the, uh, blinding lights, uh, video that like oh. I did right after the pandemic. <laughs> yeah that yeah that's how uh crazy the pandemic drove me <laughs> like it was like an 80s outfit that was uh that i got from a costuming site and uh it came with like like it was advertised with a blue like uh tank top tank top uh over a uh very 80s looking uh clown shirt as my roommate calls it but it came (laughs) out green and i was like ah this doesn't fit so i looked for a star wars uh blue uh uh tank top for like the like 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 one of those like beach tank tops that like you see uh um spring breakers wear (laughs) so um (laughs) so i found that and i was like huh um, I don't know what to do with this, but I might cosplay for this, like for a celebration later on, because I don't see anybody doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was pro- that's probably my uh, uh, other other favorite. And um, what else? Oh, um, at one point I had Star Wars jeans, so yes. uh, I have a comp. I have reached uh, like the pinnacle of Star Wars fashion 
of wearing everything completely Star Wars. And yes, completely. <laughs> I'm going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. Ladies out there, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, man. You can just sit on that for a minute. <laughs> what a vibe. Actually, I... Huh. I actually lost count of how many under pairs I had. Oh, 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 well. That, uh, that can be your that can be dating profile. <laughs> there we go. I have 73 Star Wars shirts. Oh, no. um, There's only one way to find out how many underpants I have. <laughs> okay. So, um, since I'm having such a good time on the show, I thought it would be kind of... Um, I'll share a funny story, though. Um, so... Like, me and my roommate were kind of joking around because uh, he's g- just getting into phot- photography. Uh, ph- 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 I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> photography. And, um, like, he's looking, he was looking for models. And then, like, go. jokingly, I was like, hey, why don't we just do, like, a, um, like, a mockumentary of, like, sexy modeling where, like, we spread like comic books all over the floor and like I get covered with comic books implying nudity. (laughs) (laughs) And like, we were both laughing like, Oh, that's so ridiculous. So we did it. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) uh, These photos exist ladies. Let's just say it's out there. I haven't posted it on social media. Oh wait, I think I did on Twitter, but no, no. <laughs> oh, oh shoot, no, 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 don't oh, go Well, Justin, we'll, at the um, at the end, you can plug your OnlyFans, okay? <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh, look, there's there's a word we like on this podcast, and it's moist. And let me tell you, those those photos will get a lot of people moist. I'm sure. You gotta get those out there. That is a response you may respond get responded with. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, yeah. Um, oh, so obviously we've talked about your experiences with autism and uh, being a Star Wars fan, but can you tell us a bit more about Trentron Report? Like, what is the show? Like, can you tell us a bit more about um, the origin of it? So. Hmm. I'm trying to actually pinpoint a very accurate uh, beginning for it. So, um, I got into the Star Wars podcasting arena around trying to, it was, it was before Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. So I think it was 2014. Um, I was listening to only, I was introduced to a podcast called Get Your Get Your Geek On, and it was mm. by a, a, a Star Wars admin from a certain page called Star Wars Geeks of the World Unite on Facebook way back when. <clears throat> and uh, he had a podcast, and uh, the guy that was doing the sound was uh, Chris Siegel from uh, uh, Star Wars Underworld. And so then that that led me to Star Wars Underworld. So, um, and then after, 
And then after about a year of getting super sucked into those two podcasts, Get Your Geek On was, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say it was canceled. The um, David shut, like, basically uh, quit the podcast, and then he revived it again later on, and then it, that, then it was uh, called off again. And then during that time, uh, one of my other friends, her name was Kaylee. She wanted to start up a, a podcast um, around that time. So, it, like, there was like early development for that to work. But uh, um, make a long story short, uh, it didn't. That got shut down too. Um, I don't think we even launched an episode for that. I think there. Okay, we did record one thing, but it did, never got. It never was. Um, uh, available to the public. Um, so then I kind of just like stepped away from the podcasting for a while, um, outside of just sticking with the uh, Star Wars Underworld. And then, um, try, I think it was 2018 when I started getting back into it. Yeah. Um, I found out, I found Bad Motivators, uh, Blast Point, uh, Coffee with Kenobi, uh, just to name a few. Um, and then I think I, uh, n- no, no. Oh, that's another autistic trait. I have to look through things like files in my head. <laughs> like, uh, how, how did Sherlock say it? Uh, my mind palace. palace. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of so it's kind of like that. Um, that's when I met Claire. Um, Heck yeah. Well, not me physically, but more like chatting online. Then I was like, oh, ah, she's fun. Um, then that's how I uh, uh, found you guys. And then after that, I was like, huh, maybe I could do this. But, like, maybe I could, like, do a podcast of my own. Uh, but then I kind of remembered, like, grow, like, I forgot. I think it was, like, one of my speech therapists in elementary who said, I hope you don't become, uh, uh, like, a TV host or a radio host because you'd be awful at it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's awful. So, um, then I was like, okay. Well, well, thanks, lady. Yeah, <laughs> man. But that's, uh, that's, like disappointing to think mm-hmm. people who are like supposed to be mentors and like helpers are doing that. Mm-hmm. And you prove them wrong up on that stage. Honestly, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, quite frankly, like yeah, I, I I I can't stand people who are like that. Yeah, like it's nothing gets gained from that. So why yeah. say it? Um, and it's and it's and it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah, one hundred percent wrong. Mm-hmm. Proof of it. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, I, I know you mean. I, I had anxiety about the way I speak and stuff on podcasts, but no. Thankfully, no one's told me that I shouldn't do it as of yet. So mm-hmm. you know. So, so glad you listened to us, though. If I think like Claire. Heck yeah. For, yeah. For getting 
us in your I was gonna say get us in your ears, but it sounds like creepy, so I'm not gonna say That's, that. Yeah, that was kinda weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta say it. <laughs> so um like so I had the idea of starting out trench run, um, but it wasn't it wasn't called trench run, so I didn't I didn't really know the name for it. Then I was like, okay, uh, if I was if I'm gonna do this I don't think I can do this on my own or I don't think I have a personality that can make it survive on its own. So I was uh, looking for uh, stars fans to uh, do it with. Um, and I thought, and then I, and then I was thinking, um, what if I did it, that did it locally? Like um, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And mm. um the Star Wars community here is a bit odd. It's not as open as like maybe areas of Chicago or California or anywhere big. So um, <clears throat> then uh, I thought of uh, any Star Wars fans that would want to do it. And uh, I uh, bumped into a guy uh, back in 2015 and it was for uh um, the Force Awakens uh, Force Friday, like when they released their uh, merchandise, because um, uh, I was, I'm trying, like we did a podcast episode of this because um, I don't remember the exact details on how we met. He claims that he saw me waiting at Toys R Us all by myself, and. Um, but as I, but I thought that uh, he was in line first. But mm. I, I don't know the great details of it. But um, anyway, uh, I've met this uh, guy. His name is Aaron Russo. Uh, he went to uh, Force Friday with his kids, who were about the same age as I was. And uh, we kept bumping into each other at different Star Wars events locally here. And so, oh, cool. like, we kind of developed a friendship, and uh, I was like, huh, maybe he might want to do this. Because, um, like, I could listen to that guy talk Star Wars for hours, and I have actually, like, I think the longest <laughs> was, like, three hours at least. I did not mind. <laughs> so, and uh, and he likes, and he, like, loves all things Star Wars. Um, like, uh not not a huge prequel guy, but he does. He said he'll admit when there's good things on it. Uh, he and plus he watched the original trilogy when it was first released, uh, back in '77. Uh, so mm-hmm. that that kind of that kind of gives you a rough des- estimate of his age. I don't want to be in, impolite. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's kind of just started out with uh, me, uh, Aaron, and I. Uh, just talking Star Wars, and awesome. um, so. Do you have any specific like? Now that you've got the show that's all up and running, do you have any sort of um, holy grails or specific goals that you want to hit? Like, is there a, like a person you want to have on? Is there um, an episode goal, maybe? Or so that is a big yes. Um, <laughs> uh, we've. Uh, as I said earlier in the episode that uh, we just got some new podcasting equipment 
Oh, wait, we didn't say that. We said that before the episode. This is an exclusive. <laughs> okay. Go. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, me and my roommate poured some money into getting uh, better equipment, so we just uh, we were putting aside the blue Yetis, and uh, now we have uh, uh, AKG uh, microphones, and we have four of them at the moment. Uh, planning to get more um, in case we actually have uh, live guests on our show. Um, we've added two more hosts to uh, Trench Run Report. Um, and they're both, uh, local here as well. Uh, David Brooklander and, uh, Sean McKelly. Um, and, uh, other goals that we have, um, Trent, uh, should I? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I will, I will kind of spill the beans on like something that we've been planning. Oh, yeah. We're getting two exclusives. So we are um, in div- are kind of working our way to getting into the YouTube arena of things. Oh, nice, nice. Um, with uh, multiple uh, um, shows, including a tre- including Trench Run Report. So it's basically the podcast, but you can see us, and like we'll um, have like a Star Wars background. Um, I mean, it's going to start out small first, but, um, eventually when I get my own place, it's going to look like a Death Star hanger. Oh, Uh, (laughs) so that's in the works, um, multiple spinoff shows as well. There's going to be a comic book show, um, like a behind the scenes show, um, a collector show, and they're going to be all hosted by individual, uh, uh, hosts of the Trench Run Report. Um, so that's still like in the early stages of development. Um, and we're also planning to um, get more locally involved with Star Wars. Um, we know that there's a lot of sporting events in Grand Rapids. We're hoping to um, become more um, involved with that. Um, uh, Grand Rapids Comic Con, we're hoping to um, be more involved with that as well. And there is also a big giant end goal. Mm. Um, a big giant event that I'm planning for trench run that, um, only a select few know it's supposed to be a big giant collaboration. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to kind of hold back on what it is. But, yeah, no, um, you don't wanna, select, you've given us enough. A select few <laughs> know, know what it is, but it's going to probably be one of the biggest projects I've ever worked on. It's huge. Um, and, <laughs> I'm going to uh, be honest. It is huge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's su- super ambitious, even even for me. And um, and. Like I've kind of asked people around, should I do set set big event? And um, a lot of, and surprisingly, a lot of people said go for it. So, like, all right. Um, but yeah, that's like way later on. We're still early with uh, planning out that. So, yeah, there there are big things, but again, um, it it is kind of frustrating that it's not happening sooner. 
But at the same time, it's like, um, uh, like just having Trench run up is uh, amazing in and of itself so far. So, well, I'll tell you, like hearing you talk about your experiences growing up and having some less than helpful advice from certain people and saying you can't do certain things and you know like talking about your struggles and talking i've seen you like go from that to being really excited about this really great up-and-coming big project it's really cool to see and i i think we're all proud of you and we can't wait to help promote and push and do whatever we can to help you guys out oh thank you Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the last thing that we want to know from you is where can we and our listeners find Trench Run Report online and what's the best way to stay updated on everything you guys are doing over at Trench Run? Um, well, we um, our podcast is launched in uh, a lot of different podcasting platforms. So, uh, we, we do, um, we were on, uh, Apple podcasts, Google play just recently got onto Spotify. Um, um, I think like anywhere that there's podcasts, uh, and if you type in trench run, it's most likely to show up. And um, we also have uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram um, uh, as well. Um, though we're not frequently on it as much as you guys, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that, I think those. I think the um, those uh, three social media platforms are uh, best where we will be posting stuff. Heck yeah! Perfect. Well, we can't wait to listen to your upcoming content. I know for sure that I will, will be subscribing to you on YouTube. So whenever that comes out, let us know. We'll subscribe to you on there and also personally. It's going to be it's gonna be cool to see you, see what you do. Um, where can people find you personally online? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at bootsfet one um, uh, I'm also on Facebook though. I, uh, yeah, I, I usually accept friends on there quite, quite often. Um, cause, uh, sometimes it's, uh, interesting to see, uh, um, what, uh, people have like, like Star Wars questions. I usually get Star Wars questions on there. Uh, most of the time it's, uh, I don't know if I can answer that. Star Wars Explained can do it better than I can. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, um, there's like a 50-50 that um, if you ask to be friends on Facebook, I'll say yes. Um, so, and, uh, oh, TikTok. I'm also on TikTok as, uh, as you guys, uh, as like the discussion that we had before. Um, that is at Justin Boots Gray. Um, so, and I'm almost close to hitting 5K. So, um, if that happens, I will do something very special for that. Sizzle, sizzle. There's comic photos. 
That's right, Cheryl. <laughs> I don't know if that's TikTok worthy. There are guidelines that um, I think that would violate. Maybe. <laughs> just get even more comics. Just cover up more with comics. There we go. <laughs> well, that's all we've got time for this week. Justin, thank you so much for coming on again. Yeah, thank you. This is a dream come true in a way. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we helped uh, add to your day in this very strange time we seem to be in. Yes. <laughs> well, time we plugged our stuff, I think, because if anything, we need people want more of our voices and faces. Uh, Claire. Hey. I didn't answer what this time. (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's actually probably edited out. Um, uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cstribs. And you can catch me on Kessel Run Transmissions, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, Good times over there. And uh, yep. And once Bad Batch hits, there's going to be, you're literally not ever not going to see my face online. I'm going to be very busy. So <laughs> go check it out. It's going to be fun. How awful. Uh, Nikki. That's terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can uh, catch me at Nikwishes on Twitter. And uh, check out the One and Done Film Club where we watch some, where we pick one franchise movie at a time of a certain franchise and watch it, talk about it, have fun with it. Um, you can find that at Twitter at one, the letter N done show. We just, uh, we have our newest episode coming out for Pirates of the Caribbean. And then we only have three more left for season one. So it's going to be um, full steam ahead pretty soon. Didn't you get wasted this week? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little oh, bit. Oh, no. Sizzle. <laughs> There's some sizzle for you right there. The, the rum was gone. Oh, gosh darn it. Now, now you have that stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, now I've, got, I've got a jar of dirt stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at CMWASHBY and on Instagram at CharlieMWAshby. I'm currently hosting an MCU video podcast on my YouTube channel, which you can find a link for on my Twitter bio, as well as my personal Patreon and Kofi links if you want to support me. Speaking of Patreon, my other show, Batman Returns, is back. Season 2 is happening right now. We're just halfway through it. We just tackled The Dark Knight, which is, again, one of the best films of all time. Such a great, great commentary. So if you want to check that out, go to my Patreon. And you can hear me doing roughly about 30 minutes worth of um, Michael Caine impressions. (laughs) There we go. Worth the price of admission alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, you can catch me in Auden on Batman Returned on Patreon. Also check me on YouTube. And also, thank you so much to everyone who's nominated us for Your Money Geeks Annual Top 10 Stars Podcast Awards. But we still need your votes because uh, voting doesn't end until April the 30th, which is a Friday. So go to yourmoneygeek.com, vote for us, and that would be cool. It would be neat. <laughs> Yay. And sabotage uh, yeah. other shows. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. 
Oh no. We're not oh, we're no. not saying you should do that. But we're not saying you shouldn't. You know? It's a great area. <laughs> You're free to choose. <laughs> free will. Um again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the Force be with you. Has to